Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. He's blaming us for this stuff now. Oh, oh, exactly. Jackie doing this, not us. Bad work. You know how oh, much pressure I'm under, man. Do you know? <laughs> Good evening, everybody. I'll try and keep oh, yeah. control of the panel as much as possible. No chance. Rebels, man. They're Never going to happen. Never. They're out of control. They're on that devil cannabis yet again. Yes. You know what what I'm saying? I agree. You Lots know. of it. Oh. Yeah, Thanks for joining us, lads. How are you all doing? You having a good week? Excellent week, man. Excellent week. Mm. Hurricane's gone. The weather's gotten better. I'm high on homegrown, and it's Sunday. Mm. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks for and GB's going to get all knackered up on ours tonight. <laughs> oh, I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. GB has gone and hit some, uh, some edibles today. He's gonna... Some mystery edibles that he has no idea how long it's going to take or how strong they are. <laughs> so if GB goes quiet later on, you know why. Yeah, after the yeah. interview, we should find out. You know what I'm saying? Speaking <laughs> of the, interview, uh, the interview tonight is going to be with Carly from Normal. Normal is an organization about um, protests towards cannabis law reform. They've been doing that for 50 years this year. It's their 50th birthday. Wow. So happy birthday to Normal. We've got an interview with Carly coming up later on. In the Grow Guide section, we're going to be talking about uh, the mistakes we've made as growers. Just the stupid little things you do when you're learning how to grow. Even when you're experienced as well, you make stupid mistakes sometimes. So we're going to... Uh, discuss that during the growth guide section of course if you've got anything for q a drop that in the chat and we'll get to your questions during the list of the q a section all right so uh lads you want to introduce yourselves oh, yeah i think everybody knows who you are though but Hello. still gb you want to go first man you want to say hi to everybody yes cut it and scare macara it is <laughs> What? Now, hello everybody. <laughs> GB here. How's everyone doing tonight? I'm a little bit stoned and I'm after yeah. dropping some, some edibles on top of it now. So um we're gonna it's gonna be interesting. TG, mm. what are you saying, man? You good? Yeah, I'm good. It's uh it's actually cold here. I'm at, I have to wear a, a long sleeve shirt today instead of my normal no sleeve shirt. <laughs> yeah, I thought you didn't have any t shirts, man. Yeah, I haven't for a while, <laughs> but yeah, it's chilled out. So yeah, I'm here. It's all good. Um it's kinda not so sunny Saskatchewan. Um Yeah, same as last week, yeah. man. It's never sunny. It's actually really nice here today, man. Mm. For a fucking That's change. Nice. It's been shitty. I'm not complaining yeah. at all. Cold is great. I'll never complain. ZN, what are you saying, man? Oh, all good, all good. Um, yeah. Evening, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm busy trying to roll my, my fourth one since we started. I can hear it. I can hear it going there. I can hear the papers rustling <laughs> yes, together. It's, it's, it's a necessary evil, I'm afraid. I've had <laughs> one of them days. It's part of the sound effects of the show, man. It's all good. <laughs> and Monkey, what are you saying, man? How was hey, the hurricane? Uh, hurricane for us was a dud, which is a good thing when it comes to hurricanes. So we were Andy, very, Andy. very glad to watch it go a different direction. And I'm very sorry for the people that it did hit. But we're yeah. fine. We're just drying yeah. up. Everything's soggy. It's still raining every day and everything like that. But other than that, man, it's great. Send our thoughts out to everybody who is affected by the hurricane. I think Mama B has been affected by it. All right, so with that, we will move on to this week's news. And we've got new intros as well. If you have a look, I've sharpened up all the image. We've got a new chat box over here. It looks very nice. That, little I green think. tick too. Yeah, little green ticks instead of making them fade out. We'll move on to the news section. We've got a new intro screen and there's a new tick that appears over there as well. Nice.
So there we go. This week's news. Every week we keep you up to date with the latest news and events around the world that involve cannabis. So GB, have you got something nice to tell us this week? Excuse me. Yes, I do. It is quite interesting. It is a zoo in Warsaw in Poland is treating elephants with CBD oil. Yeah. I saw this. This has been over face. Interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. It's all about um the leader of the herd um died and they've they've just been so depressed and all over the place because they don't know where their positions are in the herd and that anymore. And then the next one that was like in in line, she she's just she just she's so anxious and everything because mm-hmm. she's watching everything like and she's not resting, she's not any but yeah, yeah, no, they're they're using C B D oil. And how's it affecting? It seems to be doing well with them, or what? It, it seems it's it's only it's the trial has only really started, but it, it it has worked wonders. Where they've used it in cows, they've used it in dogs. Yeah, hold on a second. Cows. Something just occurred to me. How much CBD have you got to give an elephant? That's a good point. <laughs> so oh, right? yeah. Depends yeah, on the time user. Just a small. Ah, true. <laughs> Still, man, elephants are huge. You give them a kilo or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's just eat the whole plant in one, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. But yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's it. So CBD. So like, it's really unusual because the the European Union, everything is kind of behind this. And for me, it's just ironic because like, aren't the European Union discussing later this year to turn CBD into a fucking narcotic? But yeah, so it's okay for the animals to have it, but it's not okay for us. As is normal. Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's my news. It's about the zoo, so it's it's got to be interesting. I'll keep you posted on it, and um, because I'm going to be following it anyway. So, Zombie, you said you got something to do with Elon Musk this week. Oh, I got a cracker. This one is is it's not lit. Well, because there's an Elon Musk uh, connection, it's kind of weed related. But scientists have found in it's probably in recent like months now, but they've found um, a bioorganism that helps with uh, technology being merged with human anatomy. Oh, yeah. So mm. now we've got AI actually bonding with the human brain. Well, we don't and have it, AI yet. That's just potential. Well, it's, it's potential, but potential is usually potential that we get to hear about. Mm. So it's 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 probably five years ahead, and this 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 chemical that they found, it's a polymer. So it's a man-made polymer, I'm guessing. Um, it's known as pedo or p dot. Um, yeah, pedo. Weird, weirdly <laughs> enough, uh, yeah, that's a bit fucking strange, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, wow, you know. Take this pedo juice. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> to Jeffrey Epstein's rock around. <laughs> <laughs> It started off, it's, it's a, a, an anti-static coating for screens. And they figured out that it's, it's its ability to like penetrate and conduct electricity and stuff. It's quite, it's, it's quite adaptable to like human flesh. Yeah. And he, he, Elon's got, he's, he's already got his, uh, his, his, his Neuralink, man. Neuralink. With his Neuralink. Yeah, that's some crazy so, shit. You see that shit this week. Oh. The pigs. Oh, that's wild, man. Yes. That will change the world, Neuralink. That mm-hmm. will change the world. A USB well, we'll speak about that straight on Tuesday. into your brain. <laughs> <clears throat> well, by the way, let me just interrupt, sorry, but we're going to start another show, which is going to be on the first of every month, and the first one will be on Tuesday, and it's going to be called Higher on Homegrown, and we're just going <laughs> to chat 
crazy shit. There won't be a structure to it like there is with this podcast. It's just going to be us conversating about random stuff, conspiracy theories, science, politics, economics, wherever we go. We're just going to get high and follow that road. So if you want to join us, it's going to be the same time as this podcast, but on the first of every month. So what's going on, Fish? Didn't see you there, mate. Just walked in. Welcome to Hi, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Yeah. Anything else on that? See you. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, TJ. Uh, yeah. So I got. I got to make sure I get. No ones, but no ones. Get these right. Uh, you guys want the good news? I got two, uh, or the bad news first. Well, go for the bad news first, because then we're left on a high note, anyway. Right. Yeah. Then we'll be higher. Sweet. Sounds good. So. Uh, 2020 has been fucking brutal for everybody and anybody, as we all know. Lots of deaths. We just lost Chadwick Boseman, as everybody knows, just recently here. But there was another death just yesterday. Uh, Cliff Robinson was his name. He was a former NBA player. Uh, he played for the Portland Trailblazers back in the early 1990s. And he was a huge, can or was, yeah, was, <laughs> uh, a huge cannabis activist and advocate during his time in the NBA and after retirement um he got like i guess suspended many times because of his cannabis use uh, by the nba but was always steadfast in his in his uh advocacy that it was a useful thing uh for athletes to to use in terms of recovery he used it for anxiety and and uh to be able to focus during his time um as well as i guess you know just the the pain relief kind of stuff that that a lot of other people use it for but um yeah, he had he had lymphoma and he was battling that for the last year and he uh, he actually just passed. So kind of shitty because as far as like you know professional sports goes, it's still a very very touchy subject for a lot of people. Um, and the NBA has kind of always been, I guess, on the forefront and and him especially and a lot of other there or a lot of other athletes in the league. But um, yeah, I mean, it always sucks to lose such a such a big name. Um, yeah, man. Another voice. soldier lost. We've been losing yeah. a few recently. Yeah. You know, we, we, some call was, it wasn't too long ago as well, and he was a big name. Yeah. It's not cool, man. Pretty shitty. So what's the good news, man? The good news. Um, I talked about the, the first legal application of, of psilocybin mushrooms for, uh, for like a therapeutic purpose here in Canada a couple of weeks back. Um, that actually went ahead, and lo and behold, the, the outcome was very positive. Um, one of the gentlemen uh, that was in the study or in the in the uh, the section 56 exemption is actually here in my hometown in Saskatoon, um, and he said he's he's enjoyed the best sleep he's had since receiving his terminal cancer diagnosis four years ago, and in the win in the week that's passed since the dose, he hasn't had a single anxiety attack, which is he says a personal record, um, which is amazing, you know, for anybody in that in that mm. situation. Um, and then, yeah, later on in the article, it says the, the doctors that, that were helping him out um, are pretty, uh, pretty uh, positive, I guess. That's a lot. Or, uh, I guess, hopeful that in the next few years, uh, the use of psychedelic medicine will become more of a more, well, hopefully more commonplace within, uh, you know, the, uh, the traditional application of, of that kind of stuff. Because, I mean... Yeah, man. I think humans have lost contact with all that. You know, lost touch with that part of nature. Absolutely. Drugs became illegal and people just stopped doing it. You know, but that, there's been a lot of evidence that psilocybin is good for sure. treating depression and anxiety, and even microdosing. A lot of people are doing that yeah. now. Yeah. So here's hoping. You know, monkey. What are you saying, man? 
Well, you know, since we are, we're doing interview today about legalization, I decided uh, we had a member at our forum that asked us to go ahead and look at Uruguay some. Uh, he used to live there evidently, and I didn't know a lot about Uruguay. So my news article today is basically a little review of cannabis law and what's going on in Uruguay. Um, I do know that, that Uruguay was the first country to legalize cannabis. I didn't know that much. And it was brought into legalization in 2013, but it didn't take effect until 2014. And the movement was actually to uh, get rid of the black market competition and fight the crime that, that they were having down there. A lot of well, cheap, uh, low-grade marijuana was being brought in from Paraguay through the black market, and then it was disrupting too many different things. So the government decided what we'll do is we'll grow better weed and sell it for the same price as the black market. It'll be available on the street corner, and it'll, it'll shut down the black market. Now, Genius. What, well, I mean, oh. it's a great idea, but, but wait a minute. <laughs> It was currently selling on the, on the street from Paraguay at $1 a gram. So the government wow. had to figure a way of producing yeah. stuff to, to meet that price with a better quality. And they were able to do it. And they actually say in the articles that I've read that Uruguay is actually now, the prices are actually being driven down in the legal market to below a dollar a gram as these people are competing for it. So wow. evidently it can work. And it's definitely helped clean up some of the black market stuff. Um, there are some problems with this, though, because the government decided that they, they didn't want a cannabis tourism industry, so only legal residents of Uruguay, adults 18 years old or older, can buy it. You can't be a tourist and, and buy it. Now, I, a local might be able to give it to you, but you're not supposed to have it. It's, not, it's only for locals. <laughs> Uh, there, there's a limit on it. Um, you, you're, you're allowed to purchase at, at about $1 a gram, 40 grams per month, or 480 grams a year per person. Oh my God. Now, oh Mackie, could you live on that? Oh, me, mate, that wouldn't last me a week, mate. <laughs> a fucking week. It's gone in two weeks, mate. You know what I'm saying? She just mentioned growing. Yeah, two weeks, it's all gone. Well, let's go, I mean, even go further than that. I mean, this stuff is averaging 9% THC, so you're going to have to smoke twice as oh. much. Yeah. yeah, twice as much as well. Fuck. Wow. Right. Well, and I'll give up smoking and move to the UK. It's, it's like, I appreciate the gesture, Uruguay, but no, thank you. Neither <laughs> <laughs> fuck up legalization, yeah, no matter where it goes. Manage it. What are, what are I go our fuck ups going to do? Well, it's going to be like 2% THC. I just said to fuck up legalization, no matter where you are. Yeah, well, they know. just have to lift all fucking restrictions, man. Yeah, well, no, obviously, they, they make sure, but it's not available to, to children, minors. Because it's a damn plant. You know, it's, it's not dangerous. Like, exactly, for fuck's yeah. sakes. Oh. Mm. Another shout out there to Noel. Thanks for joining us, Noel. Mm. It's good to have you, man. And uh, BRM. What's going on? Good evening. Thanks again, everybody, for joining us. But you know, great time. The strange thing with this, with this Uruguay thing is they have the same problems that a lot of Americans have, American companies and all have with it at banking. Now I didn't didn't realize this. Yeah. Uh, the, the Uruguay government has forbidden a lot of a lot of companies from doing business with uh, cannabis because if they do business with cannabis, the Americans won't trade with them mm. because you're supporting yeah. the drug industry or something yeah. like that. The banking connection. So the American government is still suppressing cannabis and in Uruguay. Yeah. All over the world, if, but if, but yeah, but that's the that's the thing. Now Canada is legal, so Uruguay is saying, "Hey, we can use Canadian banks." No, you can't. <laughs> Not even the Canadians can use Canadian banks because they won't fucking help you. There's very <laughs> I very. I knew TG was going to have something on this. Uh -huh, yes. Yeah, yeah. There's very few like the big banks, like Bank of Montreal, Royal Bank, um, Toronto Dominion, the big names. They don't want a fucking thing to do with cannabis. They've actually closed cannabis wow. accounts after the fact that they've said yes, it's okay. 
back kind of back in the day but now you're you're really hard pressed there's a few credit unions and stuff but you kind of have to know a guy it seems like at this point because yeah very few and far between if you're a cannabis lp and you want a loan you can go fuck yourself <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of cock yeah uh, bullshit man yeah i'm telling you and so let's move on to some forum news before we carry on we uh we've got a few competitions up and running right now we've got the high low where you can go pick you know, the first card is going to be the ace of spades so everybody just pick higher all right but everybody didn't just pick <laughs> no. higher you know people have been saying lower i can understand these things happen when you're on a four-room bats full of stone and you know, right. do these things but if you read it it says you know yeah. everybody say higher to that's the important we'll take lower as an entry as well so it's all good that's, job that's the important thing you have to read it well you read the title higher or lower right that's it yeah. pretty much pick higher or lower and a card will be drawn every 24 hours if you're correct you'll go through to the next stage and if you're wrong then you'll be out but there's going to be some booby prizes as well so if you can get knocked out and like if you can guess what the next card's going to be exactly you'll win something else so there's going to be a lot of prizes thrown around in this one so make sure you come and get involved in the competition if you haven't already just comment higher on the thread you'll see it in the sidebar bar on the forum We've got a grow off coming up as well with uh, Seedsman. We're going to be growing LA Peyote Kush. Oh, looking forward to that like one. That is nice shit. Look at the genetics of that. Oh, Jesus that. Christ. Like, yeah, it looks nice. Put around. you on your that fucking way. face. So that's, that's uh, free seeds there for m members of the forum who've got more than 100 posts. But, you know, not necessarily have to have that much. If you're a member of the community and, you know, you've been around for a while, then you can get involved for free. Just comment on the thread, and then when I get the information from Seedsman of how you can get your seeds, I'll send it over to everybody. Kush. So that's pretty sweet. What else we got, lads? Uh, Monkey, you're uh, oh, unconventional grow-off. Yeah, the idea on this one is uh, you're going to grow a cannabis plant in something that's not meant to grow a cannabis plant. And that can be anything you want. I don't care if it's an old shoe, a medicine bottle, or an old tire. Hey, fish, I'm listening, man. Uh, a wife's old purse, a handbag, whatever you want to do it in. But to do it the best, the fanciest, and most appealing way you can, because this is actually going to be the best picture of a plant grown in, an, in a oh, different fuck. size or different unusual container. I'm going out on the hunt for a policeman's I got such a do good it, idea, man. but I don't have one That's of these a good one. things that I would need to do it. Which... I, I, have, I have started to hunt <laughs> for mine. I went okay. into one, one shop lads yeah and um the girl laughed at me and kind of told me to fuck off well are we just gonna <laughs> what did you ask for yeah. oh look i tell you you're gonna see i am doing it in a cock pump oh, oh my god <laughs> wait a minute gp yeah, don't pretend you've just been to the shop and bought that you know just got this harvest mates he's trying to get a bigger harvest it? with it oh, that it is, it is idea. from we were talking about movies on the forum there last week and um, I think it was I think it was Ali, I'm not sure, hasn't seen Van Wilder. Now Van Wilder is one of my oh, most yeah. favorite movies of all yeah, time. Yeah. And I said to her, Have you <laughs> not seen this scene? <laughs> that is not the for a bong, that is for my schlong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, it just to me, I said, like that is just perfect. Weed, right. oh, cock pump, God. unconventional. Nice, proper and, unconventional. Yes, and took it, it to the next level as usual. GP, very cool. So that is my plan. So 
So anyway, to, to enter the unconventional grow challenge, just go to Percy's and say you want to participate. Now you're going to have to provide your own container and your own seed for this one, but we're giving away a 10 pack of your choice of any Seedsman seeds. Mm. That is a Seedsman's brand, not, not anything that Seedsman sells, but Seedsman's brand. And we'll give first place is also the newts to grow those 10 plants with. Nice. So sweet. Good. You need to put love your, it. First picture gets posted the first week in September. We need a weekly pick. Now, there's a loophole here, guys. If your seeds aren't in or if you if need tent space yet, doesn't say you have to pop your seed first of September. It says, I need pictures. So I need to see your container and, and your, your, your media in the container. But, you know, you're not going to have as much time to finish that plant, but you can still get in, in there and you might end up with a winner anyway. So if you want to compete, you get, they got a few loopholes in here that can help you get in. It's just for fun, is, man. Is there one that says admin fun. can win prizes? No, it says admins <laughs> cannot win prizes, but mods no, can win. No, no, no. Oh. Loophole I'm looking for. Boo. So, loophole. You can have loophole. a word with the admin on that site, man. Isn't it? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I know how it is. <laughs> oh, no. Honestly, I, I, I think <laughs> All right. we should be allowed to enter because it's no, not for okay. members no, if you want to... admin, so it's fair. Look, I can solve your problem, is there, Zombie. I mean, you, me, and Mackie, come on, let's do it, three of us. Yeah, I think so too. All right, there yeah. we go. We can do it. Make, make your ideas with mine is. I've got space at the minute as it goes, so I'm, I've got space for both the seeds man and another one. There you go. Come here at the end. Yeah. At the end of the day, when it is at the end of the day. Yeah, when it is a competition. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> enough of your jibber. I know. In, <laughs> jibber jabber. At, at the end of the day, when. There is a competition that is being picked and the winner is picked by the members. It doesn't matter if you're admin, a mod, or a fucking known member that's or anything. True. Whoever wins, wins. Because it's yeah. been picked well, by the people. It could know? be that way, but we just, you know, this is the way. So yeah, I see it. Is, As admin, we don't really... Consensus we play. just don't I'm do prizes, mate. Well, I think yeah. it's just fair. It's fair. Yeah. No. Fair is fair. No, no, I don't mind yeah, it. Plus, if Monkey Enter did any win it anyway. All the competitions we do are completely legitimate. We want everybody to see that. When admin win prizes, no, no matter how legitimate you look, it looks bad, man. And we just don't want that well, kind of impression. Our, our competitions are, are, are work hard to make sure that they're shown to be legitimate and everybody can see that it's fair. Yeah, that's you know, true. So very true. Admin, true. Very true. It'd still look yeah. fair, wouldn't it? Very uh, yeah. I try to I'm keep it in the case transparent as possible. I don't care. Okay. Yo, you're admin, man. If you want 10 seeds, let me know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should move on to the famous stoners. We've got a new intro for this as well. Here we go. So, GB, who is the famous stoner yeah. this week? Yeah, well, tonight, boys and girls, we are going to have a little chat about an amazing legend of the big screen the little screen and the stage. For nearly 35 years, she has entertained us. I, I actually, I love a lot of her movies. Um, don't really know much about her as a person. I don't watch her on the TV on her show, mm. but um, her movies, I thought she was good. Um, oh. She is known for stealing one of, apart a from one of the best friends of the podcast, Mr. Tommy Chong. In the oh. line, <laughs> and apparently she is known to talk to ghosts. I give you Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I'm loving these intros you've come up with every week. No, no, personally, like, you know, but... she seems like a cool chick if she's a stoner, yeah. right? 
Yeah, I think I think what <laughs> it is is just, just very opinionated. Just some people don't tell her. Like mm. Whoopi, things like Hollywood Squares and Star Trek. But there you can see. Yeah, yeah. So I used yeah. to love. That's how. That's how one of my favorite shows was Star Trek, and yeah. I just love her. She just she kind of she has been in nearly all of them. I think now at this stage, hasn't she? The Star Treks. Yeah, she's a big name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And she requested that. She asked him, could she be in that because she was such a fan of the show. If anybody yeah. smokes weed on Enterprise too, it's probably Guinan. She's fucking like super enigmatic and shit. <laughs> yeah. Really, really. Yeah, but no, what it was, she was um, it was she was watching TV when she was a kid, like, and I can't think of the girl, other woman's name, but Uhura, yeah, yeah. Uhura, that's it. She's seen, and she said, Nicole, to, "Do you want to help yeah. on Star Trek? You're asking the wrong person." <laughs> she asked. She she turned to her mother and went, "Mama, Nichols. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle Nichols, right?" Okay. Yeah, she turned to her mama and she said, look, mama, there's a black woman on TV and she's not a maid. And that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. pushed her to want to go yeah. into into drama and mm-hmm. into into TV, but everything. But what we'll do is we'll go quick. Um, she wasn't born Whoopi Goldberg, as most people will know. She was actually born Karen Elaine um, Johnson. She's a Karen. She's a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Explain a lot on The View, apparently. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, both. Um, yeah, no, she was uh, the son of a Baptist minister. And, uh, or a daughter. Uh, oh, a daughter. Sorry, yeah. Jesus. She was the daughter of a Baptist minister. Is there minister. something else we need to know about that? <laughs> no, 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 no. She was born Robert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope she never hears this because she'll go, she's such a fucking asshole. She's a stoner. She'll hunt you down. She'll understand. So, yeah, and um, her first movie was The Color Purple by Steven Spielberg, which yeah, she was nominated for an Academy Award. She did a great job on that she one. She did. That really was did. a fucking epic movie. And she's had so many of them. Like we, We'll come to the f- movies in a few minutes. But, um, and did you, did you know she actually, um, she's been over in over 150 movies. Whoa. Yeah. I only know her from Sister Act and Ghost, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a long scroll along the bottom of that screen. Yeah. You know? No, there's been a shitload, like 150. And she's one of a few people, like one of like 10 or 15 people or something in the world that have achieved the EGOT. That is to win an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar and a Tony Award. No way. So she has won all of the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but she smokes cannabis. I know, and that's how does that thing. make sense? Surely she's lazy. Right? It just it goes to show the weed <laughs> no, is only good fan, for everything. Be you know, because yeah. you look at everybody that we we have touched on people in the last like fucking nine weeks of people from every different field. Yeah, and they are like tops of all their fields. And they're all stoners, man. You know, even going back uh, in history. Strange, you know? isn't it? Yeah. It's a... Anyway, she has always been a fan of weed. Going back to when she was a teenager, she used to smoke just to get high like an awful lot of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and she continued smoking because she pretty much enjoyed it. But she gave up cigarettes um, to get healthy. And when she gave up the cigarettes, she went, oh, fuck it, I'll give up the weed as well. <gasps> because obviously... It's got, and that's like, when she stopped winning awards and stopped being in movies. And no, it is when it is when <laughs> she, she had to open the foundation. No, but it's when she started noticing that she was having really, really bad menstrual cramps and her glaucoma was fucking kicking in and was getting really bad, the headaches and everything. And then she started smoking, smoking weed again then. Hmm. And these start going away. So like 
she got really big in it, and that's what kind of got her into the activism side of it. And she really she she set up a company called um Whoopi and Whoopi and Maya. That's it. It was all about um female Apparently products. It's closed down now. It is. That's yeah. unfortunate. It closed down in February this year. So I wasn't going to go hugely into it because. They had products for like that. It was robes, oils, tinctures, edibles, fucking bath salts, everything. And all of the, all of what they done, we in Percy's Grow Room can tell you how to do. There is guides to tell you how to make bath salts, bath bombs, mm-hmm. lads, bath bombs. The women loved them, apparently. <laughs> I you know? like that. So I yeah. Weed in the bath. Yeah. Oh, yeah, apparently. So, yeah, and then, um, and then that went fucking tits up on her. So, what could she really do with that? But um, yeah, no, she's 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 done done kind of fucking everything. That is Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Um, I couldn't. It's actually quite hard to find stuff about Whoopi. Um, especially on the fucking internet. I have to. I'm gonna have to read a book about her if I want to find something properly. Yeah. I'd say because. Oh. Everything for, for like fucking 20 pages of the internet was all about, oh, her fucking weed company has closed. And I just went, no, nah, man, I can't do this anymore. I spent fucking two hours trying to go through stuff. Go on her Instagram account and ask her why and say, we run a flipping forum. You fancy coming on as a guest? Fuck, do you know what? I never... Get on the case. I will. I never even thought of it. I never think about yeah. these things. Yeah. You know, probably because of the weed. Be <laughs> she knows Tommy as well, so we can relate now. <laughs> and, and I didn't know. I didn't know fucking it was Cheech Marin was one of the fucking hyenas. I thought, yeah, I was like, oh, no wonder Tommy and him fell out. I wouldn't have fucking talked to him either. One of my mates done a gig and fucking... I was after getting kicked off the fucking panel. Or off the thing, isn't it? <laughs> I said, no, no, I wouldn't be having it. <laughs> so there we go, lads. We should move on from Famous Stoner now. And go okay. on to uh, the Grow Guides this week. Here we go. I'd say that Edward was kicking in there, boys. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be entertaining right, grow so guide then. <laughs> the grow guides this week is uh we're just gonna be talking about the mistakes we have made as growers and the mistakes you will probably make as new growers and how you should get over them, not panic too much. GB, you've got some mistakes recently, right? What, what oh, what mistakes? Where do I start? I will give my biggest, biggest mistake to date, and it was my very first light I was taking them out to hang them up in the tent and I dropped it taking it out of the tent or taking it out of the box and it didn't let it landed straight down onto the face of all the lights oh god oh was it that that was like fucking 280 quid of him safe I was so excited <laughs> I came in and I was like oh yeah oh yeah doing a little dance thinking it was great and then I fell no. and I was like oh no you're just getting images of me just chucking the light at the plants oh <laughs> mate no, I'm so so angry you know I've made so many fucking mistakes during my time you know I've been doing this for a long time now and I still make mistakes now all the fucking time this shit just happens <laughs> you know it's like uh the trimming right is that's one which catches me a lot trimming at the wrong time before uh before it's ready so that the stretch carries on too much you end up with so the jungle ve- with veg for too fucking long man you know that's another thing that pisses me out it's one of my, my uh yeah. most memorable mistakes is when i went from because i started off in dwc and i went from dwc i wanted to try soil 
So I got the bag of soil from the shop and I bought it home and I was having problems with my plants and shit. And I looked online to find out why and I realized that I was in cocoa, not soil. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had me feeding them and just getting one. water. There wasn't even being fucking pH for like two weeks, man. I'm like, what well, my plants looking like? They're gonna yeah. die because I've done <laughs> a couple were. of crops in DWC and did well with them. You know, so I'm like, what the fuck is the problem here? Soil is shit. What the fuck? This soil is killing my plants. Right. <laughs> Look at the bag. I dropped Grace about fucking about five weeks ago because I I have no um. I take it. I take her out, and I put her up onto the desk, and that's how I feed her up on a bucket. So I get all the overflow goes into there, and I and I make sure there's always mm-hmm. about two liters of over or runoff. I make sure it washes a good fucking gallons and gallons in through, it. and uh, I dropped her taking a taking her across, <laughs> and that's not even when I broke her. That was I just dropped her. So that's you know, it's one of these fucking things, man. It's like one of the stupid things which you only realize you've done after you've done it is when you need to move your plants, but you water them first. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why do the fucking just add how many extra kilos <laughs> yeah. to the pot? And they're dripping before. a little bit while you're moving <laughs> you know, across the room like, and you're leaving you think, uh, everywhere. You think you would move the obstacles like your fucking stool and oh, a, yeah. a different bucket that was there? No, no, no put you the just plant leave them there and go, right. oh, step around, put it right behind you, too. So when you Go to grab the, the second plant, you totally fucking knock over the first plant. Yeah, that's always a good idea. I, I only knocked fun. over the bong just before the show. Yeah. Oh, yes, eh? You catch it. No, yeah. it went fucking everywhere. It didn't oh, break, right. but it oh. nearly destroyed the laptop. It got me what about you, monkey? You you got some mistakes you've made? Oh, big first one I'd, I'd made was trying to do research before I started growing. Now, that's, let me explain that before anybody jumps on me about that. <laughs> I had uh, quite a few years experience flower garden, ornamental gardening. So I was very familiar with horticulture and cannabis. I, you know, I thought, well, it's no big deal. I've, I've kind of dabbled in it before, but I decided, okay, I'm, I was an experienced soil grower. Let me just go ahead and I know how to make what I call my soil. I was going to grow cannabis and that, but I decided to check it on the internet. And man, that was so much bad information on how to make soil and what it's supposed to be. And it's got a pH this and add that and leave this. So I tried to do what they said to do in, in the soil that came out. I mean, it, the pH was way off. I'm, I mean, it smelled wrong. I don't I can't describe it. If you've got years experience making soil, there's a certain odor and it just wasn't right. So I, I ended up, so it's like I ended up throwing all of that away and I said, the hell with it. I'm, I'm using cocoa. So I, I jumped on the internet and I grabbed a brick of cocoa and I got it home and I just hydrated it, added some, some perlite in it, threw it in the pots and started growing and everything was pretty good for a while, you know? And then of course, pH lockout. First thing, I didn't have a pH meter. So that's about that, you get a pH meter. Then, uh, because I didn't buffer the, didn't flush the peat first and get the fines out of it, uh, out of the, the cocoa, and because I didn't buffer the cocoa, I ended up with too much water, sick roots, deficiency. So basically, what was my f- biggest mistake was my first run, everything. Completely. <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> I ended up. The whole thing. Well, like, how much did you learn from it, man? I you know? le- well, I learned a lot because I ended up correcting most of it midstream as much of it I could. I went, I did start using the cow mag. I did get the plants growing better. Uh, I did make it to harvest with an ounce off of each plant. It wasn't the best weed. It was overfed. It, it was probably harvested at the wrong time. 
but the second run was way better. So basically what I did is, as I didn't join a grow room and ask questions was my biggest mistake. Well, you see, that's where I done all right, because what I done, I didn't research on how to grow anything. I researched my forum first. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was on, I went through about five or six forums and I asked mm-hmm. just through a couple of questions and just said, oh, hey, God, how do I do this or how do I, and I got smart answers and fucking cocky fuckers. And then I came to Percy's and I asked a question and the first question, because I had actually just jumped in and tried to do it and I fucked up the very first couple, they just all died. But they put me straight straight away and I had a very successful forest harvest. That's the best advice yeah. I can give anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Join Percy. I mean, join Percy. Ask for exactly. help. Ask for help yeah. before you need it. Because yeah. you see it often about people try and do it on their mm-hmm. own when you don't have to. You know, come and get help from Percy's. But mm-hmm. if you try and do it on your own, then you're gonna maybe some people get away with it. But if you make mistakes and your plants start looking ill, you're gonna come along and sign up anyway and ask for help when your plants are already sick so you might as well prevent all of the plant problems in the first place and just come and sign up and get help at the start of the grow i mean everything i've, I've done in, on my first let's say two or three grows are mistakes and we'll talk about the biggest common mistake most everybody makes is we overfeed i mean you try and do exactly what the bottles say and that's the worst thing in the world you can do mm-hmm. you know because the only thing the bottles are doing is selling more nutrients to, to the manufacturers and, and eventually going to make your plant sick if you feed them at full strength yeah it's scary to say that but it's you know unfortunately the truth so i mean so, that, tg what, what are you saying man you got some mistakes no no <laughs> <laughs> never made a Good single answer. one no, i'm just kidding <laughs> of course i want to i just want to touch on monkey what he said about the online thing like don't trust everything obviously you, you read online same grows or same goes for grow shops pamphlets um you know all of that kind of stuff um well, in fairness the grow shop will only fucking sell you will right. t- try to sell you this is the best because this costs fifty dollars mm. where really this for like fifteen dollars yeah. really do or better you know, we've said it before you know we'll say it again be skeptical mm-hmm. of all information yeah, yeah. sorry if you're interrupting Robert, Robert, that's the most honest oh, no. grow shop in, in 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 the country then because they they don't tell me anything they just say, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> no, I wouldn't bother with that. Well, that's, mine, that's okay. My grow shop, Nova, I'm a writer for Soft Secrets and things like that. So, you know, they don't really offer yeah. me any advice because uh, they think I've got it handy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit, just in case. If your grow shop is good, they probably won't carry too much bad shit anyway. You know, like if they're really, yeah, but this is uh, it, yeah, yeah. If they're capitalist dickbags that are just carrying shit. That yeah, they, but if, yeah, you know, if you know a good grow shop, in fairness, if you're going into a grow shop, doesn't matter if they're fucking nice or if they're dickheads or if they're what behind the thing. Once they have the product you're looking for when they go in the door, that's the main thing. That's right. Yeah, and the price mm. you want to pay for it. Yeah. 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 Sure. Well, man. I, I can argue with my grow shop. I can say, listen, I can find this online with free delivery. Can you match that price? And I'll go, fuck's sake, here he is again. Yeah, you know. No, they can't match that price, man, because they've got rent to pay and eating bills and stuff. You have to pay a little bit extra when you go to the shop. Come on, man. Nice. You do what you do. It's, it's a more personal <laughs> personal feeling. Yeah. Now, t- this is why Amazon is taking over the world because of Uzi and 
just because no. of you, you want no. a person I go to the shop, on your I own. I go to Amazon, I go to the shop, but I argue like a twat. Yeah, yeah but you've been on Amazon to look up your prices before you go there. That's the point. That's a good point. Due diligence, man. You got to do it because you know you got. It's it's one of them things. Economy's on the way down. You got to make your thing. Yeah. We all have gone into the sunglass store, tried on a bunch of pairs of sunglasses, and then gone to fucking eBay and paid fifty percent less. Of course. Yeah, same shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I am yeah. gonna just say one thing. My grow shop are actually really cool. Just to throw that in there, yeah, sure, because they there are, are really sales. good ones, just like anything, right? There are good ones, um, and plus, they give me discounts. <laughs> um, just watch, vote your sources. Like I was saying, um, I've seen like here in Canada, it's legal now, and so there's a lot of you know guides and shit out there that are that look official that are written by so and so doctor this or blah 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 that that work for whatever company. But I've read a lot of them, and they're they're pretty fucking incomplete, most of them, so yeah. Yeah. Watch where you get your information. But in terms of actual grow mistakes that I've made, like I would say like pH issues are a big one. Make sure that whatever you're watering, um, I know for cocoa guys, it's it's kind of second nature because you got to pH your water when you use your newts anyway. But even if you do like a super soil or a living soil type of grow like I do, it's important to have the proper pH. Um, because it is yeah. like in small pots, good point, mate. It's yeah, a closed yeah. system, right? You see a lot of places say not to, you don't yeah. have to check. pH. I got told that by one of the garden shops here Correct. in town, and I'm like, I mean, I've literally, I, I forgot to pH my water for two weeks, and after yeah, two weeks, it, the the plants were like super curled over, fucking top leaves. They just looked like shit, right? So after a good mm-hmm. flush, there was no problem. But I checked my pH, and it was fucking eight point two in the runoff. Like, wow. Jesus Christ! Damn. But um, yeah. That was a big one. Um, leaving a male in the tent. I, I've done that. I had, you know, I've got fever. Right. <laughs> I was like, I think that's a male. And I'm pretty sure that's a male, but uh, I don't think maybe I'll wait a couple more, you know, whatever. And then I ended up fucking leaving for work and then came back and yeah, it was a sperm fest in there. So trust your gut. If it's a male, don't take the risks. <laughs> um, yeah. Just get, well, if it is, if you think it's a male, get yeah, a second well, opinion, yeah for sure you know unless you unless you know what you're doing if you're experienced and you know for sure what balls look <laughs> yeah. like and what flag, then call man then you, you're free to cut it down and ship but if you're unsure get a second opinion because yeah, yeah. sometimes calyxes grow yeah and they can look exactly, a little bit right? like male parts the and there's been a lot of plants that have been killed because people have thought they were hermy when it wasn't a hermy it was just a calyx which is part mm. of the female growth so if you're unsure at all come to Percy's and get get it checked you know and don't rush as long. If you see the flowers, then you can wait a few days before the pollen is actually viable. It yeah. takes a, a week to 10 days before it can pollinate the plant. So there's no rush. You don't have to do anything overnight. Get a second opinion. What are you saying, zombie? No, sir. No, you got one more, TG? You got another? Uh, no, I was just going to say drying too hot, too fast. It's an easy way to fuck mm. up six months of work in fucking seven days, mm. right? So try. that's a really common yeah. new grower mistake because you really really don't want to smoke that stuff yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. rush through your right, harvest yeah, yeah. rush through your dry and you end up really cutting yourself short yes you see yeah well you, you got mistakes right i got loads of them how many do them about three is cool okay well I, 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 on a regular basis i i take branches off uh all of my plants with the the, the side pockets on my trousers because they're always full of stuff <laughs> and they hang off the side of my trousers. It's a work trousers, isn't it? So, you know. Um, and I go and feed my plants, and the pockets get in the way, and I look down, and I think, oh, there's another one. So out comes the tape. Lots of tape, lots of yo-yos, lots of string. <laughs> um, 
that Mars light. <laughs> I'd had it about a week and I dropped it. Well, I didn't know I dropped it. Um, <laughs> it fell inside the tent um, and ended up like sideways into one of the plants and it toasted the bud on the whole of the plant on one side. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, I forgot that I was filling up a jug. Uh, and came downstairs and left it and emptied 25 litres of water all over my bedroom floor. Um, yeah, that's three. Do you want some more? <laughs> Sometimes you completely forget that you're growing, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I've, well, recently I've, I've kind of done that because I've been a bit of a spaceman, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay now. Uh, so I'm, I've remembered that I've actually got two tents on the go and a, a drying tent and all that crap upstairs. So yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm good to go. <laughs> These things happen, you know, we all make mistakes. Oh. And as long as you learn from them, it's all good. So it's the end, stop going into your tent with stuff in your pockets. I know, yeah. I would need to get changed when I come in, but you know. Yeah, yeah busy, happens. busy, busy, you know. Yeah. It, it takes up a lot of time sometimes. And then half the time I'm back out again. So I'll, I'll be getting changed again to go disappearing back out. So no, I'll just stay as I am until I go to sleep. But you know, mistakes happen. Don't yeah. judge yourself too harshly. Remember, we have a wall on a learning curve. No matter how experienced you are, these mistakes will happen and you just learn to overcome them, you know. Not Breaking the the branches world. is a regular thing for yeah, new growers as well. But, and they, they panic. Recover. They, re- they, do they don't. Well. They don't recover if you snap them. If you snap them clean off. <laughs> well, if you snap them clean, no. No, they do, man. Yeah, do they, they work, do. man? You got to stick them in a bucket of water, then. And no, I've had it, man. I've had a branch completely break off, completely off the plant, and I've taped it back on, and it was fine, mate. It yeah, was yeah, fine. Yeah. Them plants will fucking overcome anything. It is ridiculous. You can grab a fucking cannabis you know, branch to a hops plant. Yeah, grafting is a good subject we'll cover that one day but that's way down there. another okay. I, I don't know if you's if you's covered about power tripping they're just right power no, tripping no as in electric as tripping. in the alecky lads that happened to me a couple of weeks only ago the alecky went in the storm and i went out and went, when the alecky came back on went oh fucking look at the um humidity was at like fucking 99 in the tent Everything was just gone haywire, but didn't I forget the big fan in the back? You have to turn that on separate. Oh yeah. Everything else came back well, on, yeah. but that one didn't. And it was oh, only yeah. the, it was twenty-four hours again until I realised that. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. You need that air to be moving in there, man. Then then multiples will germinate. She didn't 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 do any any damage to her this time. I hope as not. Far as, you know. as far as I know, she's smelling <laughs> very nice. Yeah, what yeah. are you guys using for tape, mate? Anything. I've used duct Anything. tape, fucking masking tape, cellar tape. I've yeah. used any. Sometimes I haven't even used tape. I've just stilted it back up and supported yeah, and, it with something. With, with and it, as long as it don't move, as long as it's still. And, you know, the most important thing is like splinting it like a broken leg. You know, you want something to make sure that it stays still. And the plant will fix itself in like 24 hours. It's already fixed. Give it a few more days after that. And it's solid as if it was a broken Well, you'd see scarring like it will be a bit thicker around there. But within a few days to a week, it won't even it won't even slow down. Sometimes it might even improve the rate of growth in that particular stem, you know, which is like super cropping. But well, that's another one which going to, into the future as well. But, you know, the mistakes you make just turn them into lessons, and they don't end up so, such bad mistakes. Then you know, yeah, if you, if you and do if them for you, a second time, you ain't learned shit. Yeah, I've missed. Yeah. I've uh, done the nutrient mix wrong because I was too stoned and couldn't remember what, what went first, second, or third. So I ended up yeah, having to throw the, the whole tank out and start over. <laughs> well, you're well, lucky. It's, be, it's better well, than taking risks. Yeah. 
But one I mean, or only two litre jugs. Yeah, that just but one me, more thing we should cover. I take them out in order now and put them down on the down on the table in order so I don't make a mistake. <laughs> I still fuck you up. <laughs> one more thing we should cover before we move on to the next section is overfeeding the plants because that happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody does that pretty much. Everybody's done that. You know, but it's very easy to overfeed, Mackie, when the bottle tells you. It is, but if you ignore what it says on the bottle, yeah. then it, it's it's not because I mean, <laughs> like Mackie's already touched on the fact that was it Mackie was it Monkey? Can't remember. One of us about the the fact that like manufacturers will say any old shit on the back of their bottles to make you use it twice as fast, so you grow yeah. twice, you, you buy twice as much. That's it. <laughs> so you know, if 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 you come like like it's been said, if you come to Percy's. We'll tell you not to use half as much. We'll tell you to use half as much. We'll tell you to use it. quarter as much as when well, it's on the label. That's what I read right now, quarter. I mean, it yeah, works. It works lovely. There's one thing I read years ago, and it always stuck with me. It's like it's easier to fix an underfed plant than it is to fix an overfed plant. It so it's always better to underfeed a little. Mm-hmm. Toxicity is a lot worse than a small deficiency. So, you know, keep the feed light and watch the plant. That's what's going to tell you the most. Yeah. You learn to read the plant over time, so you don't need to read the nutrient bottle. You can tell by the color of the plant and the way the leaves are growing, whether you need to put a certain amount of a particular nutrient in it or not, or yeah. whether the pH is off, or whether anything needs just in at all. It's a learning curve, you know, it takes a few grows. Yeah, and but you get there eventually. Every strain's a little different, yeah. so you learn a little bit about each strain, and when you grow it a second time, it's a little easier. So. And, you know, with mistakes, you learn from them, but it's better to learn from other people's mistakes. And when you come over to a forum like Percy's Grow Room, then there's a lot of people there who've already made these mistakes and can prevent them from you making them as well, you know. So yeah, get we, over there yeah. if you're going to start, and we, we can help you out every step of the way. There'll be yeah. less mistakes. There'll be happier plants. Yeah, we try not to, to make fun of anybody making mistakes because we've all done it. Every oh, last we don't. Yeah, yeah. We all, we all do it, man. We never give anybody a hard time. Nobody wants shit cannabis plants, man. Nobody does it on purpose. <laughs> you know. But all like working so, into it to end up with shit plants. No thanks. You can't, can't give anybody a hard time. They're yeah. feeling shit already because their plant is not looking good. So why give anybody a hard a hard time? Nah, I don't, don't do understand that. why people do that. We don't do that. But anyway, so with that amount of mistakes, if you have any mistakes that you need help with, of course, get over there and sign up to Percy's Grow Room. But for now, we're going to move on to the next section, Strain of the Week. What are you saying, Monkey? This week, let's talk about a, a strain that we've already talked about the parents about. Now, according to uh, somebody in the chat, this is probably going to be a little controversial, but we talked about OG Kush and we talked about Sour Diesel. Now, we put these two together and we cross them and we come up with a famous strain called Headband. Now, I know that Spartan originally said that Headband was, was an offshoot of OG Cushafino, but everything I could find on it, now I'm not saying that's incorrect, but everything I could find was a little bit different. So, yeah. what's going to go with that? But anyway, uh, uh, Headband being a cross of OG Kush and Sour Diesel, it comes in at about 19 to 23% THC. It's a classic out there, and it's a heavy hitter in the sativa market. Uh, it's a very popular West Coast strain, a 60-40 strain with low CBD levels. So headband is used to treat conditions that respond well to THC, things like pain, anxiety, those type of things. Definitely is not something that you would use for insomnia. Uh, headband is a, mm, how, would, uh, how would you describe the flavor? Kind of like piney, diesel-y, skunky? You know, I don't funky. even think I've tried headband before. Well, well it, I can't say I have. 
I can't say that I have, I've had a lot of it. I guarantee that. TG, have you had it? Um, well, there's a local guy here in the city that, that has his own version of headband, but I've never oh. had, well, anything that I can say is, is true headband. I know that Humboldt Seed uh, Company, or, or sorry, Humboldt Seed Organization is the, I, uh, they have a 707 headband, comes from NorCal, and I think that's a pretty true true to form version of it, but I'm, I'm not too sure, to be quite honest. It, that is one that I believe is one of the true to form head, uh, names for headband, though. The classic on headband, the reason it's called headband, though, is because it's one of those strains that it gives you a very, uh, very cerebral effect, almost like a, like a tightness around the cranium and pressure in, in the uh, temples. Uh, it has a, an interesting uh, kind of a nickname called phantom sweatband because it also dilates the blood vessels on some people around the temples and it can kind of give you that rush of heat to your head. So sometimes people sweat a little bit after smoking it. Mm. So that's kind of an interesting little side on there though. But it's, you know, being a diesel, diesel pungent with a skunky rubbery kind of flavor. Does that really sound like something that I want? No, but I, but I guarantee I'm going to try it. You can, you can get uh, versions of headband from many many different places, such as Humble Seeds. Visit, uh, visit our favorite seed vendor, The Vault, and they've got lots of them that'll fix you up. And about nine-ish to 10-ish weeks of flower time, you end up with, with uh, small greenish spade-looking buds with, with dark reddish brick hairs and definitely a diesel smell on those things. So give it a shot, try it. Uh, it's sure. by her, Percy, since we've never heard about it, give us a smoke report. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, there's a lot of controversy behind this strain, it seems, but that is something that happens with a lot of fucking yeah. strains because yeah. they've been bred and, you know, mixed with so many different things. It's like yeah, there's original, so many different versions yeah. of White Widow. What's the fucking original? It's Shanty Baba. There's same with a lot of strains. Black Widow. Yeah, but when you smoke it, we say you go to Amsterdam and you smoke White Widow, it's just, it's a version yeah, of yeah. White Widow. You don't know if you're getting, the, the, mm -hmm. you know, the original phenotype, that shit that I smoked when I was 15. You know, <laughs> I think you got to go to Mr. Nice or maybe Sensi would be close, but uh, yeah. maybe Greenhouse in it because they they chase the land uh, races and try to go back to the original. Right. All right. Time. There's actually a really good blog just exactly about that on a on Seedsman's website if anybody's interested in the. But that's not that's not a Seedsman doing not yeah, white widow. Wait, the white widow history, but um, we're talking about headband, so. I love the history of strains yeah. now, but yeah. there's so many now. It's not like it used to be. Remember back in the day when it was just like 10 strains? Well, I could do that. That's real easy. I probably smoked all 10 of those, but nowadays, my you know, gosh, it's 10 but strains. But why do we have Northern Light, Afghan Kush, Bubblegum. Remember Bubblegum? <laughs> and then uh, White Widow, of course. Northern uh, Lights. Did I say Northern Lights already? Uh, did you? As, as Tommy Chung. Blueberry came out, yeah. As Tommy Chang said, there's gold. that many strains out. When somebody asks him what's he smoking, ah, he just says weed. Marijuana. Marijuana. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's yeah. it, though. And that's how he said it as well. Uh, and now we should uh, move on to the interview transition. Oh, we're already there. Sweet. Thanks, Monkey. Nice strain of the week. Cool. So this week's interview was with somebody from an organization known as Normal. You might know these guys if you were in the States, but because they're not so well so well known in the UK. But we, when we say Normal, it's Normal without the A. It's an acronym for... Uh, yeah, the National Organization uh, for the, the Reform of Marijuana Laws. That's correct. right. That's that the one. correct. Yeah. Uh, and the, as we said earlier in the podcast, these guys have been going for 50 years this year. Yeah. So they've done a lot of work since the 70s. Uh, Carly mentions that at one point, 
when they first started, it was um, was it 16% in favor of legalization of cannabis? And now it's more like 66%. In yeah, we've, we've jumped like 50% above where it used to be, which puts us way above majority. So we're, we're there. Well, we're not there. there. Yeah. <laughs> done a lot of good work all around the world, man. Yeah, yep, really. here in Canada too. So, yeah. Uh... There's a UK chapter, an Irish chapter. Uh, the Irish chapter has actually been redone. Yeah. Well, the same, GB. And the, the Irish, it's going to change hands, is it? The Irish chapter is changing. It's it, well, it's not changing as such. It's it's joining up with another organisation that's here that's been doing great things, and um, they're rebranding it to make it. Oh, I think it's more professional, or to show us more professional people. It's because it's to try change the image of yeah, um, a cannabis. Yeah, so I'll see. Pretty much, mate. Yeah, what they stand for is the same as persons. It's like they should just be complete, complete decriminalization of personal yeah. possession and growing a personal yeah, yeah. amount of cannabis. Yeah. There should be no punishment for that whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a great interview, man. It is good. And it's it's our first lady who we've had on the show, man. It's difficult to get ladies on the show. There's not many in the cannabis field. So that was pretty cool. There's some more out there. We'd love to know about them. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. We, we want to get more ladies involved in the cannabis field. We don't see enough of them. Right, so we'll move on with the interview. It's uh, about 25 minutes long, 25, maybe 27 minutes long. So we'll be back then. Enjoy. Hey, Carly, how are you doing? Carly. Hello, everybody. So how are you today, Carly? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys so much for inviting me. So let's briefly introduce ourselves. I'm Mackie. We're all from PersusGrowRoom.com, a cannabis growers forum and website. And this is our podcast, High on Homegrown. We've also got Monkey. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from the southern United States, also at, at Percy's. Yeah, and then there's Temple Grower from Canada. Yeah, and I'm up in Saskatchewan here in Canada. Legal land, if you want to call it that, yes. I guess. But it's not all it's cracked up to be. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, I can say that, I mean, you can smoke weed out in your backyard, I guess, without kind of risk of the cops smelling it and then coming and kicking down your fence. But that's about it. Everything else is either the same or worse up here. So, so Carly, uh, do you want to tell us about yourself and what you do? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm actually originally from New Jersey. Um, I went to school at University of Maryland, which is a few minutes outside D.C., um, I actually started interning for normal while I was still in college. Um, I was studying criminal justice, so I was really interested in, you know, that aspect of marijuana reform. Um, and I came across uh, normal as an organization. They had had some presence on my college campus. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I found a really awesome way to combine my passion for criminal justice for reform and uh, my love for marijuana. So um, in my role now, I am a state policies coordinator. So um, I work closely with a lot of advocates in, uh, um, in states where we have normal chapters. Um, I work with them at the state level as well as state lawmakers to, you know, advocate for sensible marijuana policy reform. Awesome. So a lot of the work normal's done over the last few years has made a big difference in the in the laws in America, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've been around since 1970. Um, we're the oldest uh, marijuana reform organization. Um, and I always like to share this. Back then, when Normal was, was founded, public support for marijuana legalization was only at 12%. And now, 50 years later, this is actually our, our 50th anniversary year, 
Um, we're at, I think we're at now 66%. Um, Whoa, that's massive. Yeah, at least in the U.S. it's 66. I don't know about it. It's amazing that we're 66% and still not federally legal. I know. And, and it's also majorities of all major political parties. So it's very much bipartisan. We have support from, you know, across the aisle. Mm, right. Um, well, let me ask you, since we're on that subject across the aisle, do you think there's any hope for this in the next presidential term? Um, I really hope so. I mean, um, out of all the, the Democratic candidates for president, Joe Biden was probably the least progressive in his policy positions on marijuana. I would have to um, agree. But I think his positions are better than Trump's. So um, I think especially with, with the VP nominee, Kamala Harris, I mean, she's the lead sponsor on the most comprehensive marijuana reform bill that was ever introduced in Congress. So that's something. Yeah, very much so. And, and I hope you're right about this. I hope that we do have a, a friendly administration incoming. Yeah, I hope so. Or at least one that's not going to, you know, crack down on states that already have legal markets or, or anything like that. You know, that's been a, a, a fear in, in the past and with this administration. So hopefully right. that's not going to progress into the next or if we have a new administration come next year. But that's true. Now, do, are you also involved in any international efforts? Um, we do have some international normal chapters. Um, I believe there are a couple in Europe and maybe in Africa. Um, I don't work super closely with them. I mainly work on um, U.S. states. But yeah, we do have some normal presence overseas yeah. for sure. We have a chapter up here in Canada for sure too. Mm -hmm. Yep, there's a Canada chapter. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about them. They were actually pretty, um, pretty involved in the, the advocacy efforts there. And still are, and there's lots of more work to do. Like the, yeah. the medical system, for example, is coming up for amendment next year, and they're talking about even just kiboshing the whole thing. So, oh, yeah, wow. there, uh, there's definitely activism work to be done, but and they are doing good work. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like people people think that once we have legalization, all the advocacy stops, but there's there's so much more to be done after that. So. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I don't even know if we, we uh, said exactly what NORML stands for. Um, why don't you go ahead and give us that? Yeah, sure. So NORML, um, like I said before, I, we advocate for sensible marijuana policy reform. Um, oh, no, excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I meant the acronym, National Organization oh, 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 for oh. the Reform of Marijuana <laughs> Law. Yes, it does stand for National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. The only reason I brought that up is we have an international audience, and some of them are likely not to know that. We're not very good with acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when we have four countries represented on our podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, but something that makes normal unique and kind of sets us apart from some of the other advocacy groups is that we solely represent the consumer rather than the mm -hmm. industry. That's um, it. You stand for a lot of what Percy's Grown stand for. Well, I suppose yeah. you've been around for a lot longer than us. So we yeah. stand for the same things as you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not personal use, just complete decriminalization at least of personal use and growing a personal amount of your own cannabis mm. yes 100 percent. yeah normal 100 percent supports the right for personal cultivation rates um, another thing a big issue that we advocate for is expungement um, of past convictions mm -hmm. um, I'm sure as you guys know a marijuana conviction follows someone for the rest of their lives and you know yeah, that's yeah. attached to it yeah. plus you know inability to get uh, adequate employment opportunities, you know, housing, 
Um, it could even um, hinder like federal aid for, for college. Um, so that there's a lot of ways that that conviction can kind of stay with you. And so that's an interesting one with these with having convictions expunged. There's some states that are already doing that, right? Yeah, for sure. That have do, are those convictions still held like federally? Because I suppose it's conviction on you get um, convicted federally and according to state law as well. So the state law gets expunged. Does the federal law still hold? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, federal right. Um, and I suppose that's still going to have problems when it comes to finding a job and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, especially yeah, if you're if you're trying to work for like the government or anything like that. Mm. Um, yeah, big issue with is also with like veterans. A lot of them, or most of them, that have you know VA benefits. That's a government agency, so so veterans can't access medical marijuana, even though you know they use it at higher rates than the general population, which is really unfortunate too. Um, Carly, I was going to ask you a little bit about what, what are your activities in the South? Uh, per, personally, I live in the Deep South, and as mm -hmm. you probably are well aware, the Deep South is one of those pockets that normal just is helping but hasn't fully cracked yet. Yeah, I think it, it's it's t definitely tough in the South with more conservative-leaning politicians. Um, so there's definitely efforts to, I think, first and foremost, expand medical access for patients. Um, yeah, since all the therapeutic benefits of marijuana and, you know, especially I mentioned veterans, it's, it's shown to, you know, have uses with PTSD and other, you know, chronic pain and things like that. Um, so I think most places in the South start by um, focusing on medical access and it's kind of incremental from there. Yeah. Um, Pretty much the pattern we've seen around the rest of the country then is we first get medical in and show people that there is no evil. And then after we take that uh, fear away, we ask for a little bit more freedom. Yeah, for sure. And I think that um, it definitely happens in baby steps. So while you might think there might not be um, momentum for progress, I, th I think that it's there. I think that more politicians are talking about it, which is something um, even in the past like three years that I've been with normal, I've seen it become so much more mainstream and you know, so many more. Mm -hmm politicians running and campaigning on, on the issue and, and winning on the issue. So it's kind of cool to see it evolve as, as an issue that now, way. Do you have an opinion on a lot of the states are, are jumping on the bandwagon of cannabis for the money? I mean, that's, it's, a, it's a big temptation. But unfortunately, in some of these states that get too greedy, the program gets so screwed up, it basically re-energizes the black market system. Right. Does normal get involved with maybe educating the states that there's a better way to do this? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have kind of what normal believes is like what the ideal, you know, regulatory program should look like. And I guess a big part of that is in an inclusive industry and, you know, reducing those barriers for, for people to enter the industry, especially for those people that have historically, you know, been targeted by the war on drugs. And, you know, those communities that have really been devastated by marijuana prohibition, we want to see those people getting into the industry and not, you know, the big companies. And that's the Canadian model. <laughs> usually the way it happens. But, you know, in states like Illinois, I think that was really monumental um, because not only were they the first state to pass legislation for that regulatory market um, through the legislature rather than by, by voter initiative, um, they included a pretty comprehensive social equity model um, 
you know, that includes, um, you know, social equity programs for businesses, as well as expungements and, you know, tax revenue being directed towards those communities that have been most affected by the war on drugs. So I think that's um, going to be, you know, the place to look at as, as you know, the new market becomes more mature in the next few years and stuff I mean, like you, that. You must have seen a lot of different models heading towards legislation in different states. Which one would you say was the best one you've seen so far? Um, I definitely think Illinois is up there. It's better to include like the way they did it. They, they included all like that social justice stuff from the beginning yeah. rather than like, a state like Massachusetts that kind of tried to go back and do it, which is not working as well. Um, so I think really um, honing in on those social justice aspects is, is super important. And I yeah, think definitely. I guess it, that it'd be the only way that would be fair if you suffered from the industry so much that you should at least now be able to participate in good times. But right, exactly. that's, that's, not, that's not always the case, is it? We have a lot of big money, a lot of big corporation being involved in a lot of legal states in the U.S., unfortunately. Especially, especially with states that only have like a very limited number of licenses, you know, it just becomes a game of who can pay the most. So, um, yeah, it's like a lottery. Yeah, exactly. In like 50 years time, Jeff Bezos is going to own it all anyway. So. <laughs> I don't know about that though. Jeff Bezos owning it all. Does that mean we're going to Amazon uh, prime delivery our weed from now on? I don't think so. No, that's mm. not going to happen. It'll be shipped on drones, man. <laughs> I'm going to, to be with you in five minutes, so don't worry. <laughs> so, you're okay, wait a minute. That's kind of crazy. You light the joint, send it so that it's delivered lit, right? Whoa, maybe. Maybe they'll just put little flamethrowers on them. Yeah. Him and Elon Musk will team up to make a drone that delivers with flamethrowers on it. There's same day <laughs> delivery here, man. I don't know what, how much it costs, but you can get your joint in an hour if you want. Whoa, no way. It's twelve bucks. That's better than the UK, man. That man's always ten minutes around the corner. Twelve bucks for a half gram, though. So you know, if you can't tell, we're kind of relaxed and we just, you know, like to have a little fun with it. But (laughs) smoke that devil cannabis. It makes us go on tangents. So what's the push right now with normal as far as U.S. goes? Uh, where are we? Where can we help? Sure. Well, in in the election coming up in November, there's a bunch of states that are going to be voting on it. Um, one of them being my home state of New Jersey, so I'm very excited for that. Um, it's also getting voted on for for recreational use in Arizona, saw that. Um, as well as Montana. So, nice. um, I mean, as of now, the polling is looking pretty good. Um, there's also medical ballot initiatives in Mississippi, um, South Dakota. And now, Mississippi ballot—that's a big one because Mississippi's yeah, yeah. been a holdout for a very long time. It's actually kind of interesting there because they had a whole citizen driven um, effort. They got it on the ballot and then the legislature, like uh, the lawmakers and members of the legislature passed another piece of legislation that would put an alternative measure on the, on the ballot. That's um, it's more restrictive. It's not as clear. And it's, it's kind of a way to undermine the voters and confuse voters at the polls. So we're urging Mississippi voters to vote yes on the citizen initiated measure and vote no on the legislature driven one. So hopefully the, the one we're pushing for will prevail. Good to know. I'm, I had no idea that things were that tight over there. Yeah, yeah. So I think that we'll see see a few more states come online later this year um, with, with those initiatives. Um, but as far as the federal level, we have the MORE Act, which is pending in Congress, 
Um, that's again, I mentioned earlier, sponsored by uh, Senator Kamala Harris, the VP uh, nominee right. for the Democrats. Um, that's a really comprehensive piece of legislation. Um, not only would it remove marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act, um, or we, we call it descheduling, um, it would also fund federal expungements um, and um, revenue um, would go towards those communities that were most harmed by the war on drugs. So that's awesome. definitely yeah. um, social justice focused. Um, so that's that will make a big difference, you know, if you can just take care of the communities that have been damaged for the last 50 years by these stupid laws. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, and just with the whole, like, mass incarceration thing we have going here, at least mm. in the U.S., I yeah. mean, the prison populations are just ridiculous. So I think that'll at least play a part in, you know, helping to reduce that. Sure. So we do find it, the cannabis industry is like male dominant. How is it as a woman working in the cannabis industry? Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely see discrimination kind of often. Really? I, yeah, unfortunately, like you said, it's, it's male dominated. Um, and, you know, women are part of that, you know, inclusivity and minority women owned. Um, yeah, that's something we're pushing for and advocating for. Um, so hopefully we'll see some some more diversity and, you know, newer states as they come online and um, mm. like I keep going back to Illinois I'm really really looking at them for for more diversity and inclusion so um, I don't know if I'm excited to see how that turns out but I'm definitely um, looking at that. I think it's something that we need to do we definitely need to get more ladies involved in growing I know there's plenty out there I just think maybe they keep it more hidden than the guys do. Yeah I think Another thing with women, I think with mothers, I think it's it's very stigmatized. Um, a lot of a lot of parents and mothers, I guess, like in the cannabis closet, as they call it. Yeah. Um, I think there's still that that huge stigma a attached to it. Um, you know, the association with you know you can't be a good parent or, or a good person and smoke marijuana, which is not true, obviously. Strange to me that people don't like like the the exclusivity thing, like it's so much better with a whole bunch of different people having all different ideas from all different sides of the table. Than, yeah. I don't know. So you do, do you grow yourself, Carly? I don't actually. That's another reason why I was excited to come on your, your podcast. I thought maybe I might learn a little something, um, especially now with everything with the pandemic and DC having weird laws and not having any recreational stores. I've for sure considered doing it now more than mm -hmm. do it. You won't, you won't look back. It's even, I mean, like TG, he's got legal weed where he is pretty much, but he'll still grow his own because it's a much better quality. Oh, Absolutely yeah. better quality. I don't have enough money, man. Like, it's too expensive to like, buy it. I was going to say, like, a big argument for us is, like, even, like, lower-income people who can't afford to buy it at a dispensary or maybe, okay. like, in more rural areas where they're, they might have to drive, like, two or three hours to get to a dispensary. Like, yeah. what are the other options? Absolutely. Besides? That's a big problem here in Saskatchewan. Our province is giant, and I mean, we have a pretty good number of stores, but still, like, out in the out in the rural areas, yeah, you got to drive an hour, two hours if if you want to get your stuff in person. Like, there's mail order, but I mean, still, it's 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 brutal. So, growing your own is definitely the way to go for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think with the pandemic, at least here in the, in the U.S., a lot of states have kind of relaxed those regulations around mm -hmm. like delivery services and. Right. Um, right. So I guess 
something. See, until the prices really sort themselves out, when people are paying, how much do you pay per gram? Um, like 15 or 20 bucks. That's high. That's high. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but that, you gotta, you gotta let it, there's no there's no legal way to purchase it there uh, Mackie. yeah i mean oh. I guess this, is, this is black market okay the conversation is sold man you well, need to get your tent you need to get your seeds you gotta pop your, your uh, it's like my last grow it cost me about 77 pence per gram pence all right that's a dollar a dollar a gram what do you like would you recommend i mean i can't i don't really have the ability to grow outdoors and when mm -hmm. yeah no we all grow indoors did you okay. smoke a lot how much do you smoke in a week maybe a half an ounce mm -hmm. okay 14 grams a week yeah. yeah man so you could do it in like a 60 centimeter tent i suppose but i'd go for a one meter tent with uh 600 watt lighting or an led equivalent to that you could get it set up for about four or five hundred dollars Sorry, Carly. You go yeah. quiet when, uh, I, when I speak. Sorry. I, had, I was like, how much is a meter? Because obviously. <laughs> 39 inches. Three feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. This yeah is, three, this is between three been, and four feet. It's kind of been my fun thing having to figure all this stuff out, being an American at, at a everybody else talks <laughs> metric. So, yeah, I've gotten used to the 1.2 and the 0.9. Mm. Yeah. I still don't have a four foot by four foot space. I'm in Canada and I don't know fucking metric measurements. Like. <laughs> Let me translate. First, he said you could probably do it in a two by two by four tent, but okay. you'll have to do a lot of training. Or you, he would recommend a four by four by six foot tent. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of a standard yeah. size. Yeah. A four by four by six is four plants, and you can do it with auto flowers. You can turn that about every three months. So you can run four runs a year if you're running autos. You'd run three a year if you're running photos. And if you get it tuned in right, and now I'm not going to say your first run will ever get it right because most people have a little trouble. But if you get it tuned right, Mackie, what are you pulling? About a pound out of a tent? Uh, I don't know what a pound is, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 16 ounces, man. 454 really? grams. Well, yeah, a little bit more, a little bit more than that, yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's, you, you can really get the yields up. But, you know, Mackie's had a few years experience, Temple has, and I'm, I'm trying to catch up to those two guys. Yeah, man. You can do it, and it's it's so easy to do. It, I know when you really? don't know anything about growing, it really? sounds complex, but yeah. it is really easy. And we, we can help you over at Percy's every step of the way, you know. Every Absolutely. Step. We have guides, everything from setup to germination to harvest to curing, but you have to smoke it yourself. Yeah. You have yeah. to do it. You will not turn back. It's one of them things. When you've harvested your first crop and you've got your own buds and you've got jars full of your own buds, you yeah. realize, like, oh my god, them guys on that podcast were right, man. <laughs> yeah, that, like sense of accomplishment for mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. That like, too, yeah. The independence yeah. is. Uh... Yeah, but I, I definitely am considering it. So. Stop wow. considering it and start doing it. Mm. You have to do it. You have to get the tent. You have to get the light. Oh, I'm not encouraging you, by the way. No. <laughs> I'm a terrible person, man. I encourage everybody to break the law. Shit. Well, it's not illegal for her to, to grow. She just can't yeah. buy. I mean, well, I what? Know. It's not even illegal. And you're asking whether you should. You have to. Well, I know. I know. <laughs> well, I was just going to ask, like, every, you can't sell it. Nobody can buy it anywhere. But are you guys allowed to trade, like, if you grow your own, but just to give it away like that? Um, yeah, technically gifting is, is perfectly legal. That's why <laughs> it's a, it's a funny thing with our illicit market here. 
like there's all these delivery services here in DC where like they have websites and you can like order it online. But yeah. the way you do it is that you're donating to like any given cause and uh, you receive the, the marijuana as a gift for yeah. your donation. Loopholes, just like here in Canada, same thing. <laughs> The black market here is is alive and well and yeah here it's just it's even more blatant you just there's like two hundred dollars e-transfer we don't care <laughs> but yeah that's yeah. interesting it's crazy about all these regulations are still in place you know over here in the uk we hear it's it's legal in america it's legal in canada and a lot of people are under the assumption you can just go to the shop and pick up your weed and everything's all good but there's still so many restrictions on it very much so in the U.S. The restrictions are huge. And, you know, if normal would have its way, we would have one consistent rule across the country and I wouldn't be arrested for going from a legal state to a legal state with weed mm -hmm. in, my, in my pocket. And that's crazy. But, you know, this is why we need normal to help help with these things. Yeah. Hey, what's normal doing in the U.K., Carly? Um, that I honestly don't know. I'm not sure if we have a U.K. chapter. What are the what are the laws like there? I'm not even familiar with. It, they're really strange, really. I mean, you could go as far as saying we are essentially decriminalized for personal use. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you're smoking in your house, then there's not really going to be a problem. The, the police don't they'll turn a blind eye mm -hmm. as long as you're not selling it. You know that that's a big issue. It's when you're selling weed. Mm -hmm. but they really just turn a blind eye as long as you keep yourself to yourself. I mean, you hear rumors that the UK is uh, a police force that uh, they police by consent. So, which isn't really true, but, you know, it's like, there's not really anything they can do unless there's a complaint made against you. Right. So if somebody complains about the smell of weed, then they have to come out and investigate and do something about it. But if you can just keep yourself to yourself and not get in anybody's way, they, they're not really going to bother you unless you're selling weed. Okay. Well, the cool thing about normal is that you can pretty much start your own chapter from wherever you are. So if you guys know anyone that... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no don't tell me this <laughs> one more mission huh Mackie oh no yeah I'm serious if you guys know anyone it's 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 really easy to start a chapter and I think we need the, the representation out in the UK for sure well we have panel members in the UK and we also have a panel member in Ireland that might be interested in talking to you so uh, yeah. yeah send send an email address to him and let him know yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I checked out your website. I listen, I've actually listened to your Danny Danko episode. Cool. Um, um, I haven't met him in person, but he's definitely someone that's kind of an icon. So that was cool for me to listen mm -hmm. to. Yeah, it was a interview good interview. Today. Yeah. We've had the pleasure of interviewing some good people. We see Tommy Chong as well. Tommy Chong. Oh, yeah, I did see that one. I'm gonna, that's going to be the next one I listen to. It's well, crazy. Tommy's great. Tommy's great. And see, the the yeah. people we rub shoulders with, you know. Carly from normal as well, of course. There you go. One more to add to the list. <laughs> and a good one. And a good one. I'm excited to be able to, you know, talk to you guys and your audience. So we just want the same things, you know, we, we want we want to see legalization and fair treatment of everybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you guys are aware of all the racial disparities disparities and like arrest rates and, and sentencing. I mean, it, it's it's not even just in like a specific area where there's racial disparities, it's everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. You know? You know all about this with the criminal injustice reform background. Yeah, I mean, I'd say if there's one thing I learned in school, it's that our system is racist as hell. So, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, marijuana reform is definitely a part of that, but it, it's it's such a such a small part that there's you know, uh, it's only so much we can do on 
on criminal justice reform as a whole, but you know, I mean, marijuana reform is definitely um, an, an important part of that. So I'm, I feel lucky to be able to work on this issue and you know, work with all the awesome people that I, that I get to work with. Um, I always say that the one thing that I like most about working with Normal, um, because of our, the grassroots nature of our organization, most of our chapters are, are volunteer based. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, some of the most passionate and dedicated people I've ever met. Um, so it's really refreshing to, to work with people like that, that, you know, but they're all cannabis users. Surely they're all lazy and stoned all the time. <laughs> right. And dishonest. <laughs> no, Criminals everywhere. Really awesome people. So I, I feel humbled and lucky to be able to work with the people that I work with. So definitely been a great experience. So how can our listeners find normal and get involved in what you're doing? Um, we have a website, normal.org. Um, definitely check it out. Um, if you're in the U.S., chances are there's a, there's a normal chapter in your state or in your area. Um, like I said before, if there's not one in your area, you can start one on your own, which is really fun and exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're largely grassroots funded, you know, people like you and me donating five or $10 here and there, that, that's how we operate. So um, any amount would help help us legalize marijuana nationwide and uh, hopefully overseas as well. Um, and also contact your lawmakers. They're the ones who have the power to, you know, make change. So, you know, contact them and let them know how you feel. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And let your voice be heard at the polls. We need to have this. Yes, 100% register to vote mm -hmm. and make sure you vote. Mm -hmm. right. That's how we start things. Yep. Very nice. Well, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, well, this has been awesome. Thank you guys. I thought I left myself on mute there for a second. <laughs> he's, he's got a habit we do of that doing a lot. We, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, that's something we do often. <laughs> when we have a podcast called High on Homegrown, well, we, we make a few mistakes. You have to keep it real. We have to be high on homegrown, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, can we link to your podcast? We'll share it on our... Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't mind just share anywhere we're on itunes and spotify we're everywhere so it's easy to find a, a link for us yeah, I'll, I'll make sure we share that also on our social media awesome it's been a pleasure i hope we can do it again soon yeah, for sure i'm happy to yeah, man. come on again if, if... or maybe we can catch up in a few months time and see how your grow's coming on yeah. that would be awesome all right thank you very much carly i know There we go. I hope you enjoyed that interview, everybody. We all enjoyed uh, recording it with Carly. She was great. Man. Yeah, she was so. great. She's done a lot for the cause. Yeah. Really has. Very knowledgeable. Yeah. That's it. Uh, she's proper topped up on the knowledge as well. And we only got to the, the surface of it there. You can guarantee yeah. she knows so much more about the criminal justice reform and all that stuff, man. Yeah, the, that expungement part is really, really exciting to me. Get some people, mm -hmm. their lives back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. It, it, that's it. And the change in the communities as well, putting money back into the communities that have been broken. And I think that's such an important factor towards legalization. You know? Good. These communities that have been damaged by the war on drugs all these years. Yeah. Well, what, Things can change, man. organization. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you enjoyed what Carly said and you haven't checked out normal before, the link is in the description of the video. So you can just scroll down and click on that. And while you're there as well, in the description, you would also see a load of links of where you can download previous episodes from like iTunes and Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, all of them different places. Wherever you usually listen to podcasts, you'll find High on Homegrown there. Just search for it or click on the link down in the description. 
thank you very much, Carly, for coming to join us. I hope everybody enjoyed the interview, but now we're going to move on to what the fuck, what the fuck was that? Right, so what the fuck was that? Each week we play a five-second soundbite. If you can tell us what it is, you can win a prize over at percysgrowroom.com. This is sometimes easy. It's sometimes difficult. But, you know, it's fun every time, I think. ZN, are you there? Have you made your coffee? I have, and I am. Sweet. Nice. Good timing. I know, yeah. So, what are you saying, man? Take it away. Well, <laughs> last week's has caused quite a few views, quite a few guesses, but they're all wrong, unfortunately. Ha, 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 ha. Um, yeah, last week's yeah. Crunchy Leaves. Autumn right, Leaves. Go and play the sounds here. Crunched up play somebody's for hand. Play. There we go. So, nobody got it. Very crunchy. Surprise pool increases by a few. What we got going in this week? I don't know. We'll throw it all together and let everybody know what's going on on Tuesday. Cool. That's what we'll do. Come and join us on Tuesday to find out what's in the prize pool and what the fuck was that. Yeah. We're, we're going to throw some nice seeds in there and some nice merchandise from Ali Bongo, I think. Ali yeah. Bongo, UK head shop. They're pretty cool guys. Ooh. Yeah, man. So if you're in the UK and you want to, you know, we don't get fucking paid sponsorship or shit. Just telling you, these guys are cool, man. They're from Norwich. Yeah. Alibongo.co.uk. They sell seeds too, but that's a different site. They're linked from there. We checked them out. They've got nice bongs and the lights. They've got all the, all the nice paraphernalia. Old school head shop. Been around for a yeah. long time. Yeah, and I see they've got like bubble bags and fucking hash presses and things Fuck like yeah. that. They've got fucking loads of really? so much shit. Excellent. Check it. Yeah, they've got loads of shit, mate. It's ridiculous amount of stuff they've got. So just check out the Percy's members too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah discount. I think uh, 15% maybe. Excellent. Their seed yeah, selection cool. is pretty good too, <laughs> I will say. Anyway, where was we? Yeah, we was at what the, was what the, the fuck, fuck, fuck was that? that? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah, man, so we should move on. Uh, this is the new one. Are you ready, Zion? No, I'm ready. You're playing it. <laughs> well, I know we say a five-second soundbite, but that was actually seven. Was. Okay. Well, the last week's was only three, so it was short. True, very cool. Yes, monthly average. <laughs> yeah. Average of five seconds. <laughs> yeah. You do a stoner podcast, man. What else do you expect? I mean, We're close. So, but yeah, it's a good sound. I think it's a little bit of an easy one, but you know, have a guess. Sign up at Percy's. Have a guess over there because you won't get nothing for guessing over here. Yes, you got a comment in the thread. That was what the fuck was that? You have to try and guess what the fuck that sound was. Simple, really. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll move on now to the questions and answers. No questions and answers. So now we answer any questions that you have in YouTube. You can come and ask us in the live chat. Sometimes we answer questions that are also asked on the forum and we bring them over to the live chat as well. So anytime you want to ask a question that you want answered on this show, either you can do it live or drop us an email or come and comment on the thread over at personsgrowroom.com. So uh, what questions have we got this week? We've got some from the panel. We did have one in chat earlier from Richard D. He said, uh, now winter's coming, all the panel will be heating by gas or electric. Does that depend on what country? Because I'll use electric heaters. I would. I wouldn't use a gas heater. Yeah. Just seems dangerous. You get exhaust with that well, and depends, shit, and you have to deal what with. What the definition of gas heater is? Because central heating's gas heater, and I use yeah, central but, heating. So. 
You mean like well, propane? Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I know in the States you can have either gas or electric heat tied into your central unit. It just, you know, the air, the air exchanger just changes up and uses different sources. Yeah. What was the question again? Sorry. About heaters, obviously. What are, you, what are we going to use to heat during the during winter time? Oh, yeah. And my answer oh. is the same thing I use in the summertime, and that is the central unit, which is all electric. So I use electric. I'm in Saskatchewan in Canada, and my basement is horrifically insulated, so it gets to be about my well, sorry, plus 13 Celsius, which is like mid 50s Fahrenheit, I think, and yeah, pretty pretty chilly. And I use just two little like 250 watt uh, electric heaters, um, obviously off the ground and proper safety precautions taken but yeah um they help you put a plug them into an ink bird and then they come on whenever you uh mm. whenever you need them or some other temperature controller type unit but um oil red heaters seems to be a popular favorite amongst growers they do they're quite yeah, good actually because yeah that's what i use i've got one of those how do i don't you... use it right now because it's summertime don't you get exhaust or how do those work i don't even i'm not even familiar it's just oil inside a radiator an right. electric element heats oh and it oil. just heats it up okay there's no yeah, exhaust yeah. it's not like burning uh, no, and, and the thing is just so you know you can get it up to the right temperature and then you can turn it off for a while and the heat will stay in the radiator for a while because the oil has been heated up yeah yeah so it's it's it emits heat, heat as well. for longer even if it isn't turned on which is good right oh here's a cool thing it's called a sole it's like Basically, as ZM pointed out to me, it's under floor heating. Basically, oh, it's like this flexible, well. flexible little thing. It's so fucking cool, and I'm so cheap to run. It's only like 500 watts. Yeah, yeah. Um, Richard D said, um, "I'm in the UK and I've got a Calor gas heater that I was thinking might be okay." What do you think, ZM? You know your shit about that. Calor gas heaters are okay. The, the good thing about them is they give off a lot of CO2. So you, you might be okay with your plants on the CO2 as well. But no safe, carbon monoxide and shit like that. Yeah, well, carbon monoxide as well. But as long as you've got extraction, you're doing okay for that. But, I mean, I wouldn't use one in a tent. Hmm. It'd have to be in a shed or something in a in a, a solid building. Oh, yeah, rented garage is fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another thing I do in the winter to increase my heat uh, is I switch to... Uh, HID, HPS, and metal halides. So yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. put out a lot more light, obviously, than uh, LEDs. So, but if you're yeah. running twelve, twelve, you got twelve hours of no light, then, didn't you? That is true. <laughs> Which is when my heater kicks on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Heaters, electric. Hopefully, I mean, it depends. I guess electric it depends. is the safest way to go, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? well, depends I mean, how much you need, but yeah. You, you guys have got it better than us. We pay ridiculous amounts for our electric over here. And the gas, for that matter. Hmm. I don't know. ridiculous amount for everything, everything mate. Else, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, what's cheap in the UK, mate? Come on. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Labour's cheap in the UK, but that's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And we we at the minute in certain places. Fuck off, where? Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, I suppose you're compared to fucking GB. He's paying them ridiculous prices. Then, uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, but oh. even the even the lecky over here, lads, is fucking robbery. Yeah, like what, it, it cost me over seven hundred euro. Cost me for the lecky bill like at Christmas. Do you know what and you pay per kilowatt hour? hour? We pay. Um, uh, no, I don't do cents, these things. I think here, fifteen cents in Wow, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I could be totally wrong. And it point it's fifteen something. It could be. I would assume it's 15 cents because it's 0.1. 15 cents, yeah. 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 I, think. That I have to check. Oh, I have my, hold on, I got my electric bill right fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> just happens to be convenient, right? 
three times uh, that, yeah. So we were, we had one, someone sent me a, a message, but I can't quite remember what the fuck the question was because I didn't write it down because I'm an unprofessional stoner. But I think it was something to do with making seeds. You know, TG, you know about that stuff. How do you make fem seeds? How would you go about doing it? Making fem seeds? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you need to cause a female plant to produce pollen, whether through stress or uh, like chemically through like silver diosulfate and silver nitrate application. And the pollen that comes off of the male flowers that grow on that female plant will only have female genetics. And then you use that pollen to pollinate either the, well, the plant um, itself, which is called selfing, or um, other plants and then you will end up with only or you should end up with only female plants because there's only female genetics going into the children yeah basically but does that differ you say you say you can do it by stress or you can do it chemically when yeah. you do it by stress is well, that more likely to pass on a hermaphrodite gene to the next i'm like full, dis full disclosure i'm not a breeder I, and i'm my my experience is first year biology um but i have bred seeds myself and and i've done a a bit of reading on it and yeah I, I think that using silver is better than the the stress thing unless like well yeah because the stress is is easier to well sorry the silver is a lot easier to uh, avoid in future grows than than stressing it right and stress can be well caused from from various factors whereas if you don't spray silver on your your plants you're not going to get female plants so in that sense, yeah, you wouldn't want the, to risk those genetics being carried forward because if you don't want them to, to produce male flowers and they do, that's that's an issue um, that most growers don't want to deal with. So, but yeah, um, both ways, like stress, stress by, by stress, what we mean is is like excess heat, temperature swings, pH swings. Light um, shock. Yeah. Drought, massive drought. Yeah. Pretty much anything a plant wouldn't like or ourselves wouldn't like either, yeah. Cool. Just no, I think that's what that question in the forum which you were speaking about earlier that's what it was man it was uh you know that some people talk about a seven week drought that will make the the frost and the red scenes come out a little bit more yeah have you heard about that yeah when it's coming towards the end of flower just stop yeah. watering the plant let it really dry out dry that, yeah well that. don't water the plants at all let the medium fully dry out yeah yeah, yeah. on about week seven I can't remember the paper now, but there was um, some evidence that that is true, that resin was, or certain cannabinoids were increased um, after uh, a drought stress than the ones that weren't subjected to the same drought stress. But I'm not sure if it was like really nailed down or if that was kind of just like a, a one-off thing. Can't remember yeah. what paper that was. Just there was yeah, there was a paper that, that addressed that. Isn't there a similar one that says that the resin production is massively increased with the introduction of UVB? I did yeah, see I think that that's, uh, that's an old yeah, one, yeah. Because the resin is there to protect the genetics yeah, so of the plant. DNA is the plant a destructive UV. influence on the plant. Right. As it my light has else, UV so. diodes. Shane from Migro has a really good video about that, actually, about the efficacy of UV and whether or not it actually does anything. Uh, In his experience, um, he does the experiments and he he tries to find papers and, and at least contemporary papers because I think the paper that that's that. Uh, that says that is is pretty old and, and maybe wasn't repeated. Um, so yeah, the UV. I don't know. I, I'm out to like. I have no opinion on it really. I, I'm kind of doubtful, but um, 
I mean, it makes sense because it's in nature, right? Yeah, the sun yeah. obviously gets you a little bit of UVB, hopefully no UVC. Unless you're I've got a uh, EB in the chat there. What about complete darkness for a few days before harvest, I suppose? I've heard that I too. I have heard yeah. that too. Yeah, I've tried it, but it makes no difference. No, I, tried it. I would no, say no, that's shit. I was going to say, I done that on my force. I took half of the plants out when they were ready, and I left the other half dead. I gave them an extra two days of complete darkness, yeah. and it made no fucking difference yeah, whatsoever. The only thing, I've tried all these different things, man, and the only thing which I've noticed that really makes a difference was dry trimming. You know, you know, uh, leaving the plant to dry with everything on it. Yeah, it takes You know, it takes a bit longer, but there was so much of a quality smoke to it. It was, it was a lot smoother because it took longer to dry, and it, you know, it had a lot more moisture in the plant, so it took longer for it had more time to break down the chlorophyll and the sugars and the starches. So it took longer, but it was so much of a better, so much of a better smoke for it. I think I everything else I've tried, I wouldn't notice a difference, but I definitely uh, noticed a difference when I did that. I asked that question last week and I was laughed at. Actually, what, yeah, was, was it in or was it in in could have been in the dying tapes, maybe? Don't oh. worry, what's it then, brother? Drying drying has anybody dried a whole plant like literally just cut it at the top in a medium and fucking tied her up and let her yeah. dry away that way? I did and I was like that. Some might yeah. come and to do that, but I don't, I don't, I branch it out. Well, no, I'll take a whole plant down unless it's in a scrub because you can't. Right. But if it, if it stand alone, then I'll chop it completely at the base and then I'll hang it upside down straight away and then let the wife do the trimming. <laughs> 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 but that's about it, you know. Oh, okay. Fairies come along and trim my buds. I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> they show up in jars oh, cured. The house, the house elf. That's the house elf. The house elf is what knows everything here, man. Cousins. Yeah, the the darkness is a way to preserve uh, preserve the terpenes and low attempts, and light degrades THC as well. So that's a factor that always needs to be taken into account. But it won't degrade it so much over a few days to make a massive difference, I wouldn't think. I don't think it enhances it by any stretch, but uh, I don't know. No, just. I'd try it man try it out for yourself see how it goes it's not going to kill the plant it's not going to yeah. cause too much damage so give it a shot yourself man it's some power at least you know. you know it's a fucking hobby so you have to try these things yourself as well don't just take people's word for it with have it, some fun right? with it man yeah. experiment yeah find uh, out what we're but yeah for me uh, well. i just chop my yeah. plants at the end of their night time before the lights come on uh, yeah. that's the only thing i'll do differently i wouldn't chop them midway through the daytime i like to get them at the yeah. end of the dark Apparently, a lot of the sugars and stuff go to the roots when it's in the dark. And that, that's maybe why people want to leave it on for longer, because more of them sugars get pushed into the root zone rather than being the plant. But yeah, I think darkness, the whole dark period, just 12 hours is enough. Yeah. I don't know. I would Try agree, it. though. The timing of the harvest, whether it's right when the lights come on, after the lights have been on for a while, or like right when the lights go off, that's important. Um, mm. In the Jorge Cervantes Cannabis Encyclopedia, he says right before the lights come on or... At least he's talking about outdoors, but early, early morning. So that would equate to like right when the lights yeah. come on or just right around thereabouts. Yeah. So it makes sense. Hour, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't ever seen the, the actual studies, but like I say, kind of makes sense. Common sense wise. Hey, man. So there we go. Thanks for the questions, everybody. We appreciate it. Man. So always a pleasure. And if you have any more questions that you'd like us to answer next week, then go over to Percy's and try it in the thread. So let's uh, move on to truth.
or spoof, spoof, or, spoof or spoof. So, man, this is getting so difficult to find things every week, lads. <laughs> Three things and try and make them all sound like bullshit. You know, <laughs> right? True or spoof? There's going to be three statements that I present to the panel. Two of them will be true. One of them will be false. It is the panel's job to figure out which one is bullshit. Now I have 60 seconds. You can give it a shot as well and see if you can get the correct answer. But should we uh, get ready for this, lads? I have to get you the pen ready? and paper. Here we true or spoof number one. There is a synthetic analog of THC called HU210. It is considered to have the potency of at least 100 times that of THC. Okay, so there's a cannabinoid that is at least 100 times stronger than THC. One or two, uh, true or false. Number two, a synthetic cannabinoid called 5-FADB was discovered in 2014. It was found on an individual who had died after using a product containing it. Is that true or false? Number three, <laughs> a synthetic cannabinoid called 42-HGTG created in 2005 can cause hallucinations similar to those caused from smoking 5-MeO-DMT. Mm. Okay, there we go. TG, you want to go first on this one, man? Um, sure. That... <laughs> I have fucking no idea, to be completely Good. honest. Good. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean... That's his intention. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to find... It's THCP was a new cannabinoid they found that's 33 times more potent. Um, but that's only 33 times, not 100. And the name you gave was different on that first one. But, ah, fuck. The other ones sound kind of just the same so i'm gonna go with number three because the is the spoof because in the name of the molecule what was it hgtg or something like that it says tg uh, let's go so back I, to it for you yeah i think it's hgtg right yeah hgtg yeah so i don't know i thought maybe you just got lazy and put tg in there <laughs> it's like he'll fucking never I, think I'm that I his own name no. i was gonna comment then but it's like no that would be unfair <laughs> So I, don't know. I will leave my comments until the end. <laughs> 5-MeO DMT. Yeah, I don't know. In my experience with that and 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 reading other people's accounts with it, the hallucinations from that, I don't know. I've never really had hallucinations using that. That's more of, I don't know. It's nicknamed The Void. So, I mean, for good reason. At least, yeah. So I'm going to go with number three because of those reasons. Okay. Right. Anybody in the chat there, if you've got any idea, one, two, or three, don't forget to leave a comment. I am keeping notes. Hmm. Monkey, do you want to go next, mate? Okay. Um, first one, HU210. I'm aware of, of that name in, only in reading. I personally think the synthetic cannabinoids are trash, garbage. Stay away from them. Agreed. Uh, but uh, strength of it, I'm not sure of. But I don't know, Mackey, you may have just changed the number there, but I'm going to say that one's true. Uh, the second one, the 5F ADB, again, that's, I know that they know a lot of those things were 5Fs, so I'm going to say it's true, and I'm going to go with TG on it, because the last one, I'm not aware that the, the cannabinoids were ever reported to cause hallucinations, I thought that was bath salts, so I'm going to go with three. Three for monkey. Yeah. 
Did you hear you can make bath salts out of cannabis now? Oh, that's oh, bath bombs, man. right? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Bath salts, bath bombs. I think there's a big difference here. <laughs> GB, do you want to take this away, man? Oh, to be quite honest, man, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> None whatsoever. I was just going to go with three because that's what they say. Three is the magic number. But yeah, um, that was it. Well, you're going to go yeah, for three? I'm just going to go for three as a lucky guess. ZN. Oh, man, I'm fucked. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to go. Um, mm. We can either all gang up on him and take the same one, I, or you can... <laughs> no, no, okay, come on. No coaching. <laughs> I think he's no, made but... it pretty easy, as it goes, because the first two, I mean, the first one most definitely is a synthetic cannabinoid. Right, um, then. and it's used on a lot of these flipping illegal highs. Um, so yeah, that's I would I would go for the hundred hundred times stronger because people do all sorts of stupid shit on it. Um, number two, again, yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of cannabinoids with the the designation five F. Um, seems to be a, a a a popular what's it a popular designation Fs. Um, so I'm going to go with number three for being the, 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 the porky pie. Number three for everybody. Now, are you sure? Yes. I will, I will give you all one last chance to change your mind. No. Good. No. Okay. So... Okay. Fine. Fine. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> he did it again, yeah. Uh... Kicked him. Kicked him. Fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> number three is the spoof. Moving yeah. on to stoner quotes. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's just go through them quickly. Motherfuckers, right. Number one, there's a synthetic analog of THC called HU210. It is considered to have the potency of 100 times that THC. Apparently, it's true. Really? Yeah, man. So there's some shit out there that can really fuck you up, man. Oh, that's very fine. Some of that. He's one of them. Synthetic oh. cannabinoids. Just looking at uh, it now on. Uh, don't. I wouldn't recommend trying them. I've heard bad, bad things. Oh, oh hang on. This is the shit that we were selling in the head shops. Yeah. The K2 and. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a spice, man. That's yeah. a yeah. fuck. And Black Mamba and that shit. Right, number yeah. two there, uh, a synthetic cannabinoid called 5FADB was discovered in 2014. Found an individual who had died after using a product containing it. Yeah, so some person died. What the fuck do they, do they call them cannabinoid. a cannabinoid? Because is it just a similar chemical structure to THC? And it's, others, or? it's because it has an effect on the endocannabinoid system in the human body. Yeah, okay. That's what it makes bonds it to the CR1 yeah. and CR2 receptors. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. DB, uh, yeah, yeah. They're antagonists. Right then, so yeah, number three. It was like, I don't know what to fucking do. <laughs> so a synthetic, synthetic cannabinoid called 42. TG was a little right there. This does mean something. It's 42, the answer for everything from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, <laughs> which was a film that was created in 2005. <laughs> but, but, so, you know, it was a little bit mixed up. And then it was like, yeah, DMT, fuck it. Just put it and then I copy and pasted the DMT bit in there to make it look all scientific and official <laughs> with the hyphens and the capital M and a lowercase e and the O. But did it work for me? No. Did it no. fuck? No. No. Well done, everybody. I just took a lucky like guess. So I'm well chuffed. <laughs> well, you got one every chance to get it right. Just my guess. You know what I'm saying? ZN's going to be making coffee one day. Coming back, he's going to go, uh, number two. And he'll get it right. Everybody will get a break, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so there we go. That was truth or spoof this week, everybody. Who who else did we get? Cade got it right. Twist said number two and yeah. was wrong. So oh wow. There we, try again next week, man. It's just a bit of fun. There are fun games to keep like the Sunday night entertained. So stoner quotes. Yeah, man. Like I had a thing to do, you know, where you talk, man. Where the cat talks, I wanna. I got a thing to say, man. I was gonna say it, but I forgot it, man. TG, it's down to you, mate. Very nice. Yeah. So uh, I don't think this guy was a stoner by probably any stretch of the imagination. Maybe on some of the more crazy shit, but um, Thomas Edison. Maybe. He, well, <laughs> who knows what they were doing back then? <laughs> but. <laughs> So yeah, Thomas Edison um, was an inventor. Obviously, we know this. He invented the light bulb, among other <gasps> many, many other things. Um, and I swear to God, I didn't pick this quote um, before I knew what the topic was tonight. I had this quote ready to go for a while now for this episode, and then today was the first day I actually read what this what the topic we we're talking about, which is mistakes um, in the grow. <laughs> And the quote I have from Thomas Edison, which uh, is totally true and everybody needs to take to heart because, yeah, um, he said, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. So, <laughs> you know, like, true. and for growing, yeah, and growing especially, that's so applicable because even if you find 10,000 ways that do work, there's still going to be another 10,000 that also work, so you know, keep an open mind with, with your shit and don't definitely don't think that because you didn't get it right and you follow the exact instructions of somebody else that you suck because not everybody, well, nobody has the same environment, right? So you kind of have to do a little tweaking yourself and, and uh, develop your own version. And the only way to do that is, like you said, to, to fail, but really just persevere. To, yeah. Find ways that That's don't work. That's the most work. important thing. I've got a bit of a, a what's it as well um, on the Edison inventing the, the light bulb. Edison mm. did not invent the light bulb. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, Edison patented the light bulb, the first successful light bulb. Um, the the actual light bulb should be credited to an Italian guy called Alessandro Volta. Mm. I've heard this before, yeah. Because yeah. he conducted electricity through a copper wire and got the first manifestation of a yeah. light bulb. Right, yeah, sure. but was it was it in a bulb or was it just a wire? Well, he he carried he carried it on. He he did all sorts of different things with it. He changed the the what's it? And he did have it in. He did have like an arc lamp at the end of no, the day. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. That's just that's a wire. Oh, that's no, 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 a light a light bulb has got a guy that glass that's, bulb on it, man. He's creating incandescent light with electricity. Yeah, is yeah. all he's but, doing. So yes, technically it was a light bulb, even yes. if it's an open atmosphere. Yes. Okay. Let's just say he Edison just created a lighting. brighter light bulb. Uh, yes. Full disclosure too. So he patented it, but there you go. <laughs> There you go. But we just say Edison made it. That kind of blew the quote, didn't it? I'm sorry. Who? <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever knows who if you really said that. And full disclosure, I'm a I'm a Nikola yeah. Tesla fan anyway. So yeah, I'm a Nikola Tesla fan as well. But also in the mix, there's a geezer called Joseph Swan, who did actually get there before Edison on the enclosed version. But Edison had more money. Well, be that as it may. Well, money talks. Okay. He, he like did say this, so yeah, I don't know. Podcast, you know. Sorry. He invented other I'll, shit too. I'll, right? I'll just destroy everything. Yeah, man, he invented <laughs> a lot of shit. Edison did. It's like did Da Vinci yeah. and fucking them yeah, big Edison, guys. Man. Edison was a nasty geezer, according to uh, certain writings. 
Yeah. Yeah. So was Nikola Tesla, according to certain writings, man. Well, yeah, Everybody, but it, it's just uh, the way people write shit. I mean, it's like books were the Facebook the of the fucking <laughs> of the past. You know, <laughs> everybody, everybody was a dickhead to somebody. In so the you're past. saying you used to get trolled you know I mean? in a textbook? That's really bad. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Somebody writing textbook this to troll you. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the first disc book. <laughs> yeah, that's a great name for a website, disc book. It's like just Facebook, really. Uh, yeah, well, need to try. Anyway, this. we're going on tangents when this isn't the show for tangents. That's next week. So let's move on to the intro. That's not next week. Yeah, it's next week, but Tuesday, you know? Yes. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? So here we go. Outro. Thank you for joining us, everybody. The music's kicking in quietly in the background there, which means it's the end of the show. It's been a massive pleasure, as it usually is. Uh, now, anything you want to say, lads? You want to say goodbye to everybody? Drop over to Percy's, put your answers in the, in the thread, guess your, uh, yeah, man. Make, your, make your guess, get those seeds. And don't forget, we've got a show coming up on Tuesday as well at the same time, whatever time the podcast started for you today. For us in the UK, it's 10 o'clock. On Tuesday, we're going to start another podcast at the same time, it'll be on the first of every month, just a monthly show. So on Tuesday, we'll see you there. And, uh, this is live and unfiltered. Yeah, yeah. Live, so unfiltered, God no structure. No, what is going to happen? So, GB, <laughs> as we're crazy. signing off here, how is those edibles kicking in? They're, they're, they're pretty <laughs> all right, man, <laughs> I have to say. Lumped in the chair. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sitting back. That's what... I couldn't even focus on the screen when I was looking and I was kind of half listening to what Mackie was saying on the questions. So I just what yeah. you yeah, still yeah. got me, you bastard. Yeah, I have to say, I'm gonna have to make these fucking thingy majigs. And I know the yeah, guides man. are there on Percy, so yeah, right, sweet. <laughs> so uh, that's it, then we'll call it a day. Join us again on Tuesday, and if you're busy, then we'll be back again on Sunday next week. Thank everybody. Every week. Thank Night you again, folks. everybody. And on behalf Stay of safe. Ireland Homegrown and the rest of the team at Percy's, have a good week. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Hopefully by now you've listened to all of the episodes in the past as well as this one. If not, then you can go to iTunes or Spotify. Deezer, Stitcher, even YouTube. You can go to any of those networks and you'll be able to watch the previous episodes that we've done in the past. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure that you share it with your friends, leave a like on the video, follow us or subscribe on all of the podcast networks. It just helps all with the, the future progression of the show if we have more listeners and more subscribers. Also, if you can, we do have a Patreon page, so you can head over to patreon.com slash Room. All we ask you to do is listen. That is plenty. We appreciate every single listener. But if you can do more by liking the video, sharing, and even going to the extent of becoming a Patreon, that would be massively appreciated. We'll see you again next week. Mm-hmm.